and I want to show you something, and this is not a joke, honestly. When I first did this, and it's my way of assessing my life, and we should all do that, really, at the end of a year and ask yourself where you've been and where you're going. This is what I do. Yeah, it's not done on any kind of computer. It's not done without deep seriousness, but I just draw a few lines and make a grid. What I love about my life. Oh, what I don't love about my life and what I'm going to do about it. Hi everybody, Diane Gilman here, formerly the queen of jeans on QVC HSN, but now proud host of my own podcast, too young to be old. And today we're going to discuss two subjects. One of them, new year, new you. You've heard it a million times, but this year I think it's a little different. And the other is living in gratitude. Now we use the word gratitude way too often. But I'll tell you what, the majority of us don't even see ourselves living in gratitude. And this works into New Year, New You, because I think so many of us Americans have had it so good for so long that we take our plentitude and our freedoms for granted. And for us as females, We've definitely had a wake-up call because I want to ask you guys something. When is the last time you got a Christmas present and someone came to you a week later and said, um, I want the present back. I've decided not to give you a gift. Oh, yeah. Or when is the last time you got a holiday bonus? And then suddenly it wasn't in your bank account after it was promised to you. And they said, well, you know what? Eh, we kind of changed our mind. So I do want to say that for females, it has been a wake-up call kind of year. And it has been to me a huge clarion call to action. And that call of action all comes into new year, new you. So I ask you this, what is your approach to your life? Is it, I feel powerless, I have no options, I'm just going to try and hide and shade it all out, or are you angry and that becomes a motivator, or are you worried, like 81% of Americans say they are? And that triggers you. But here's what I say for the new year. Don't sit back and be passive. Don't sit back and let it happen to you. Do something about it that gives you back your own personal power. In an era where we may find that many of the political things that are swirling around us are not to our liking. They're not going to finish well. It's not going to come out. I know for me, 
um, having lived more than three quarters of a century, as I march on into mature life, I don't think it may be the same environment that I grew up in. And that to me is the essence and the call. And I want to talk about one other thing, not so cheerful, but boy, it just was a gut punch to me this holiday season. So the first thing is one of my very good friends goes to wake up her teenage daughter uh, to go to school. And the daughter has accidentally overdosed on fentanyl. Super tragic. My best friend of many years I don't see him for the holidays. I'm thinking, what? I just get a text before this podcast starts. They discovered a giant brain tumor and they just rushed him into emergency surgery. And then I go out yesterday and see one of my favorite people who was born in Israel and her twin sister died during that raid on Tel Aviv. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm walking around a little depressed and that's because I had had no heat in my apartment for three weeks in New York City. I was freezing to death and it was really mood altering. And you know what? Now that the heat's back, I will never take that heat or that comfort for granted again. But I'll tell you what else I'm not going to take for granted. I'm not going to take my freedom to make everyday decisions for granted. I'm not going to take the fact that we live in a democracy for granted. And I am certainly not going to take the fact that we live in the greatest country on earth for granted because we need to earn all of that. And however you want to do that, that may be your clarion call for the new year. Oh yeah. New year, new you. It's so hackneyed in a way. You know what? Yeah, of course I'm going to want to lose 10 pounds after the holiday season. I indulge every chance food is put in front of me. And of course I'm going to want to have a better wardrobe, a better hairdo, a better this, a better that. And I can want for a lot of things, but I'll tell you what, and this is the truth. If you don't have your health and you don't have your freedom, you don't have anything. So this to me is almost like a big screen with the words, wake up, written on it. You know, many of us just go through life assuming all of this is ours and that it's your right. But you know what? Everything in life is earned. And everything in life that has a bright moment has a flip side dark moment that we should always be guarded for. You know, for me, it's been an incredible year. I'm not going to say it hasn't. 
I left after 30 years on KBCHSN. I was number one in fashion. I was number one of the top three money earner vendors, period, on teller retailing. I took a chance. I took a plunge into the unknown and a real act of faith saying, okay, I think I can do it. And what do I want to do with the rest of my life? I want to do something that makes my heart beat fast again. I want to do something that's at an adventure. I want to do something that's going to take advantage of my skills. And I want something that has a certain amount of freedom to it. And you know, the real truth is, I loved the gene. I invented the DG2 gene and I loved selling it. But if you have a limited space left in your life, you really start asking yourself some important questions. Like, is there more? Is this all there is? Could there be something else? And you kind of have to tune off the outside world because everyone's saying, oh, Diane, don't be silly. You're almost 80 years old. You should just kick back and do nothing. No, that is not my personality. You should stay there. It's so easy for you. Well, I remember being young and always being a risk taker. So no, again. So I would have to say that this year for me, 2023 was a watershed year. I started something totally new, podcasting. I and and frankly, being an influencer, sober-haired influencer on social media. I knew nothing about it, but I was very open to learn, and I absolutely love it. And to be able to still go on doing something you love, as you have all your life. But for me, <clears throat> pardon me, <clears throat> just switching it from fashion to communication, um, that I am so unbelievably grateful for. And I guess I am in a position of not taking anything for granted because all of it is so new. And there, it, it's just new step after new step after new step, climbing the ladder to what I hope will be um, becoming a very effective voice for my generation, the baby boomer, and seeing success through being able to move the social picture of us as older people, older girls, to something that right now is pretty negative, but should actually be viewed as a privilege and really positive. And so I also see my resilience. Oh yeah, obviously I survived breast cancer and I flourished afterwards. And I really thank God for that. Where is your resilience? And, and part of my resilience came through goals. I set myself goals every single year. Where am I now? What do I want to achieve? And how am I going to get there? And I want to show you something. And this is not a joke, honestly. 
when I first did this, and it's my way of assessing my life, and we should all do that really at the end of a year and ask yourself where you've been and where you're going. This is what I do. Yeah, it's not done on any kind of computer. It's not done without deep seriousness, but I just draw a few lines and make a grid. What I love about my life, oh, what I don't love about my life, and what I'm going to do about it. And uh, you know, sometimes when you just do something hand-drawn, uh, you say to yourself, okay, it's secret, it's mine. It's, it's not, even when I write, I don't write on a, a computer keypad. I do longhand. It's more personal to me. It's more contemplative to me. So you might want to make that chart. They're simple questions. What do I love about my life? Well, I love podcasting. I love that freedom to talk and communicate as we're doing right here. What don't I love about my life? I've got certain physical challenges right now, like a really arthritic knee from running my whole life. And what am I going to do about it? I don't complain. I never throw out any negativity there. I never share my aches and pains because I know we all have them. And if you're already living them, why share them and talk about them and relive them? But I have intentions for next year, and I hope you do as well. And my intentions are to get much better at being a podcast host and a contributor to my baby boomer generation than I am now. I'm just beginning to learn my limitations, where I can really soar, the messages I want to get out there, the risks with those messages I want to take. And honestly, my goals are to be, truthfully, a better person, a happier person. But my goals are also my legacy. So the legacy that I want to leave is that I did some good. And that comes from, you know, a really troubled childhood and um, kind of a very disturbed midlife, even though on the surface it looked to everybody like I was so successful. I never felt successful. I never felt as good as or better than. I never received an industry award, which almost broke my heart. Um, and then I would say the other thing that's my strength, but my weakness is impatience. Impatience always drives me. But that impatience can also make you say you want to quit. Uh-uh. Get that word out of your vocabulary. If you are here today and you are past the age of 50, 55, it is not a coincidence that you're here. It's a privilege. It should be a pleasure. And you should take advantage of every moment of your life. And that is something 
that was really unique to me as a youth. I would, I would just say to myself, I don't want one second of my life to be ordinary. I want every bit of it to be extraordinary. So now there's another goal for next year. Um, there are a lot of things I can't do physically anymore, but I can still think. And now I have a voice on the internet and YouTube, and I'm hoping to form a community and do a lot of good for that community of 55 plus. So knowing that 81% of Americans today have a very pessimistic view of the future, I would say, ask yourself this question. If you don't like the way the future looks, what are you going to do to change it? Now, I mean, you can say to me, well, I'm not going to watch the news anymore. And then I just won't know what's going on and I'll be happier. But I think that is really not a solution. I think we have to ask ourselves if we were and are today, the largest age community on the planet. Why aren't we acting like it? Find your power within yourself. That's what I plan to do. 2023, great year for me. By the way, my book, which is the same title as my podcast, Too Young to Be Old, just won the Living Now Book Award gold. We took gold, just like the Olympics and book awards. And I'm thrilled about it. But when you ask me, how do I celebrate my achievements? I see every achievement as another step on a stairway to a great recognition of how precious life is. And so I thank the universe for that award. And there is no doubt, I love my second book, Too Young to Be Old, and I worked very hard on it. But that's just a stepping stone along the way to something bigger, something better, something more meaningful to a group of us. I no longer want to operate, even though I'm doing a solo podcast, I don't want to operate in the stratosphere of solo only. So next year is gonna be a big year for me for sharing. It's gonna be a big year for me for being proactive, not passive. I'm gonna use my voice and I'm going to use my power to try and take things within the realm of the time we're living in that I deem are universally negative and help be one of those that are pushing towards the positive. And I want to say, whatever your intentions are for the new year, you must follow through. You've got to be active. So do that. Take that, take that little handmade chart and, and, Ask yourself what you love about your life, what you don't love about your life. And there is 
always a solution if you delve deep enough inside yourself about what you're going to do about it. I think that these are very deliberate times. I don't believe that we would be here if it wasn't for a good reason. And I think that reason is observation and then action. Yeah, there have been times in my life, many times, when I felt helpless. And in a way, there are oh, things going on today in the world that that I think, oh, these are huge. I mean, what can I do? Well, one voice can do nothing, but 10,000 voices can be heard. So I think the most important thing to me about 2024 is coming together, realizing common goals as well as individual, but realizing common goals and where do you want to put your energy and where is it going to count the most, you know, and you can pick any number of subjects, but let's just pick two. World peace, uh, no more prejudice, contributing to the end to global warming. I could go on and on. It isn't like there isn't a gigantic choice of things you can do and band with other people and feel a part of. And that's why usually every new year, new you is, oh, I'm gonna get a new kind of Botox or I'm gonna get filler in my cheekbones and my lips or I'm gonna buy that new status bag and I'm gonna feel, oh, I'm gonna exercise two hours more every week. But you know what I feel right now in the realm of the universe that we are dealing with huge topics. We are dealing with karmic events coming up and we need companionship. We need to lock arms together. We need to have a call to action, whatever your action might be. Um, and be very aware of it. Be very self-aware and be aware that when you do something like that, when you admit to yourself that you're going to choose and, and really try to be useful, you are going to lift your spirits, lift everybody around you, and inspire. I always have people tell me I'm inspirational and I, I, I always question that. But I think that what they see is I won't lay down and take it. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to forge my way through. And I do feel that most of my life has been like having a giant machete in the middle of an overgrown forest and hacking my own trail. And it coming, coming to a passion, something you love for me 
uh, that is this planet. I think it is so beautiful and so heartbreaking that we're losing more and more of that beauty every day, that that probably is my big call for 2024. Save it, the planet. Not participating in being part of the problem of global warming, but rather receding on my energy use and being very self-aware. Um, so there are many, many things to choose from. And if you're older and you're thinking to yourself, well, yeah, but I, I don't know how to choose one of those subjects. Or if I choose a subject, I don't know where to go. And I live in a town and that town doesn't have any choices. Uh-uh. You know, no excuses. Because guess what? You've got a magical connection. And it's called the internet. And you can join and you can discover and you can listen and you can participate and you can feel like a part of and you cannot ever feel alone when you're on the internet. You can have a million different connections. This year for me and learning a lot about being a podcaster and meeting so many qualified and new people every week and they have their passions and I think, oh, I want to be a part of that. Or, you know what? This is all good. And this is actually a perfect setup if you're 55 or older. The internet was made for us. We don't have to go out of the house. We don't have to travel to be a part of and be effective and be proactive. And so make it your imperative. Make it your goal that you're going to feel a part of something this year. Because most Americans who feel isolated, and isolation is not healthy, are not people that are taking advantage of that giant blogosphere and podcastosphere that is out there. Um, so I wish it could be more Barbie-like for next year. And I could say, oh, my goal is to do my entire house in pink, which, by the way, I would actually might sort of like, but I'm not doing it. But I did buy a pink tinsel Christmas tree. Um, Make your goal something huge. Make your goal to be a part of something. Feel powerful. Find your personal power. And through your personal power, you will fly and soar above it all. And so here we are coming up to the incredible year of 2024. And I have one last bit of gratitude. And that is to all of you. Because do you know, we haven't even, we're, we're about to hit, we're a few episodes away from a celebration of doing 50 podcasts of Too Young to Be Old. But the real truth is that can only happen through all of you. And 
my gratitude to you guys for listening to me, for wanting to learn through our subject matter and our guests, for supporting me in a completely new direction in my life and saying, yeah, Diane, you're doing a pretty good job here. I'm kind of liking this. You have no idea how much it means to me, but it means everything. And I am wanting to hear from you. I want to hear what you like. I want to hear what you dislike. I want to hear what you want to hear and provide it for you. And there is where a ton of grateful thoughts go to all of you. So sorry if this podcast was a little bit heavy, but I feel that we're not living in, uh, the lightest, frothiest good times. I feel like we're living through some pretty dark stuff and we can band together and make it better as a group, as a sisterhood, as a brotherhood. So with that, I say, never, ever take your life for granted. Be grateful for every moment. And if you are someone who walks around and two people said it to me yesterday, life sucks. My life sucks. Well, then get up off your butt and figure out why and do something about it because you have the power to change your life. And that is my mantra for 2024. I thank each and every one of you, and Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening to Too Young to Be Old podcast. The episode may be over, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at The Diane Gilman, or visit our website, thedianegilman.com. If you like the show, leave us a rating or a review and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And until then, don't forget, age is just a number. Together, we'll prove that we are all too young to be old.